0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to the next episode of Diamond Effect Podcast. And today I have a special guest, one of my clients, Maria, with me. And we'll talk all about growing your business strategically, including strategic planning. But before we move on to that, Maria, welcome. Thank you for being here with me. Thank and, you for having me. Yeah, I'm excited about our conversation. But first, maybe please introduce yourself to everybody and tell us a little bit more about your business, how you started it, why you started it, and then we'll you know, get on with main conversation. Definitely.
1: So my name is Maria Nensio, and I'm a lease auditor by profession, and I'm the owner of Richville Consulting. Doing lease audit and other real estate, commercial real estate um, services, providing these services to Canadian and United States clients. I worked in accounting all my life. I love numbers, but I also love helping people. That's something that I've always dreamed of helping people. When I was a kid, I thought I can do that by becoming a doctor. That didn't happen. But over years, getting into accounting, I was pretty comfortable. And at some point in my career, I felt that I'm not making the progress that I wanted to make. I wasn't happy with what professionally what I was doing. And I had the great opportunity to working as a lease auditor back in 2011. Mm-hmm. And... um I love that. I love that area. And from there, I just blossomed, I think. I worked for landlords. I worked for clients. Mm -hmm. And then later on, five years ago, I decided to take the next step and open my own practice. It wasn't an easy decision. I was very nervous,
0: Mm -hmm. but I
1: was excited about it. And now looking back, I'm, I'm very happy with the decision I made. I'm excited every day, every month, every year. And I'm looking forward to growing my company, hiring people and serving as many clients as possible. Mm -hmm. I have clients since the very beginning of my business. Mm -hmm. More have joined recently. So I'm pretty optimistic. This is, this is my calling. This is my way of helping people.
0: And you know what, like, just to digress, it's great how we actually find it, because when I think about it, I always wanted to be a teacher. But, you know, my mom was a teacher back in Poland, and they don't make a lot of money. (laughs) Then when I saw her sort of struggle, I'm like, well, I don't know if I want to be a teacher. But then, long story short, I get to the point where... I am a teacher, just in a different capacity, right? And I find that a lot with my clients who are service-based businesses, just like yourself. They just love helping people. So ultimately, you get to the point, like your calling is there and you just figure out the way that's best for you, that you can contribute the most to helping people. So that's kind of...
1: That's, that's correct. And for me, it was never about money. Mm-hmm. When I left my last employer... Mm-hmm. I was making comfortably enough money. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I worked with a great team. Everything was fine. It was never about money. I personally, professionally, I was not happy the way it was going.
0: Yeah. And I yeah.
1: believe that I can better serve clients. I can do a better job. I saw that some of the clients were not happy. And mm-hmm. I knew why. And I decided to leave all that comfort behind. Mm-hmm. Take the next step and do it. Yeah. And honestly, I'm I'm not making that much money. It's not about that. But to me, getting a phone call from my client, thanking me for for the help, thanking me for the money that I recovered from his tenant, the landlord, mm-hmm. thanking me and, and seeing that I can help mm-hmm. keep the jobs for their employees or creating new jobs or reinvesting that money in their business.
0: Mm-hmm. That
1: to me, it's worth a lot
0: more than money. Yeah. And you're right. It's It's not. Yeah. Yeah. It's not just about the number. It's about how you get to that number. Absolutely. Absolutely. So helping it's
1: it's more than money for me.
0: Yeah, for sure. So tell us now about your first couple of years of growing a business and, you know. We know both from experience, from our own experience, me also from coaching clients, like first years are difficult. They're not easy. Like you, when you are starting something from zero, from the ground, it takes a lot of effort to build the momentum. But how those first year maybe were different to what it is now in terms of how your business grows, but also you as a, as a business owner, as a leader of your business, your needs, wants, how it evolved.
1: Yeah, the, the first, I should say three, four years were, were very different. I don't want to call it tumultuous, but different because mm-hmm. I started from zero, just like you said. And from zero, meaning not just I didn't have a business before, but mm-hmm. mentally I was not prepared. I never had a company. I didn't know how to set it up and run it. And, you know, I was not never. Never did sales and marketing, never did HR, never did anything else, but we saw it. Mm -hmm. So how am I going to learn all this? It was an experience. It was, I learned a lot. It was difficult, but I learned a lot. I Mm -hmm. had no choice. I loved it. That's the beauty of it. As as difficult as it was, Mm -hmm. I loved it. My My focus was to absorb as much as possible, as much Mm -hmm. information as possible Mm -hmm. so I can make it. And I can sign up as many clients as I can. Yeah. That's easier said than done. But I have to credit a number of people for helping me out. Mm. Uh, including clients. And, um, the, the one thing that made the biggest difference and that happened this year was hiring a, you as a business coach because you opened my eyes to, okay, you have a business, but you have to be very organized. You have to have a plan. Mm-hmm. First thing I did, I turned off my notifications because they drove me crazy. And I didn't, I didn't know that I didn't realize until I did that But we I are so
0: to... sometimes conditioned, right? Especially when you come from a corporate world where you're like, oh, you have to answer the emails and so on. So we're so conditioned that we don't even notice the impact when you are constantly bombarded with notifications, how it affects our effectiveness day to day. I realized the impact only when I turned that off. Yeah.
1: And when I, when I followed your advice, you know, like check your emails two or three times a day and that's it mm-hmm. and focus it on one thing at the time. Mm-hmm. So when I implemented all this, all these rules, mm-hmm. you know, to myself, which wasn't easy, but when I implemented, I was able to see the results right away, you know, not only in my business, but myself. Mm -hmm. When I allowed myself to have time off a little bit at the beginning, uh, when I allowed myself to calm down and you check, as tempting as it was, I checked my, and I still check my emails about two or three times a day. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. I have
1: every day planned out. I tried yeah. to stick to it as much as possible. So when I implemented all this, it made a huge, huge difference. Yeah. Huge difference. So that was a game changer. Absolutely game changer. And anyone who doubts, you know, or questions, you know, oh, should I hire a, a business coach or not? I strongly recommend you have to hire a business coach because it'll straighten you. It puts you in the, on the straight yeah, yeah.
0: path. Yeah, I should yeah, yeah.
1: say that. And you don't realize how much time you have until you have your day organized. Yes. you are be surprised. You'd be
0: surprised. So it's so true. People sometimes are scared to do that or don't want to do that because they believe what their brain says. Oh, it's just going to put me in this box and it's not flexible and so on. But actually structure creates freedom because when we don't have structure, we're like subjects to our chaos and the chaos drives us, right? However that chaos looks like. It might might not be crazy chaotic for you, but like depends, right? But when you create a structure that's, tames the chaos, but also is flexible enough, right? It's not to put yourself in a, in, a, in a box where you can't move because in business things change and it's dynamic. Yes. And, you know, even in your case, right, clients are calling you or sending you things and things happen. But like having that, it's such a huge, as you say, change. But you can't pinpoint what that is until you're willing to do it. And yes, yes help of a coach helps you because they put structure and we do it step by step. But when you do it, it's mind blowing how much difference it makes. And and as you say, it makes a difference in your business results, but also in your personal life, how you feel and how you operate and the fact that you can take time off. And it mm-hmm. and it's actually has a positive effect on your business results, not the negative effects like we tend to believe, right? Oh, if I'm just gonna work less or not work fifteen hours a day, then that will affect my business results, meaning I want make enough money, but the actually the reality is the opposite. You actually make more. Yeah, yeah. I was
1: close to burnout this year, actually mm-hmm. early this year, you know, because mm-hmm. there's so much work and and I was not organized. I wanted to to have more clients, but I had a lot of work already. I didn't know how to handle it, you know, the best. I did everything I could, but it was just, I was not happy, you know? And then when I started implementing the some sort of order, mm-hmm. the results showed right away. And it was a, a game changer.
0: Awesome. Game changer. So... Let's talk now about the strategic planning experience this year. So I've done, um, just for the audience, if you know you haven't listened to the podcast, this year I organized a special strategic planning event for all my clients where we were doing daily a little bit of strategic thinking, CEO power hour, as I call it. And then at the end of the week, we met as a group and then talked through individual plans and so on. And we had that conversation even before that event in one of our coaching sessions that you felt like, okay, this year, because I've implemented those changes, because my business grew, you felt like, okay, now is the time. Like, I need this planning, right? I need that direction. So I wanted to ask you, what were maybe some aha moments through the the whole event as you did your plan? And then the biggest benefits you see of creating creating the time to actually do it? Because I know it's not easy, right? <laughs> It wasn't easy for anybody to actually, a believe me, that when Maggie says it actually makes sense and it's organized, it has like, there's a, what do they say? There is a reason to the madness or whatever. There's like a purpose to the madness, right? Yeah. <laughs> there's is like a purpose it. to it. Yeah. But then when you created the time and actually did it, I want to hear from you. What was that experience like and where you are on the other end of doing it?
1: Oh, perhaps I should step back a little bit and speak a little bit about lease audit itself. It's, it's a service that is mostly based on commission. It's based on the results that I, I find for my clients. And it ultimately, it is ultimately based on the type of leases that I review. So it's not something that I can always rely on. Mm-hmm. What I rely on is that my my clients need me. I need to give them 110% to every single one. Mm -hmm. Leases are different. Landlords are different. Issues are different. So when it comes to finance, my finances, it's like a roller coaster sometimes. But this year, like I said, it was a game changer, you know, um, creating order in my professional life and my personal by allowing by giving myself time off mm-hmm. has helped me a lot sort of to see through it mm-hmm. and be able to, OK, put together a plan. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't wait for it because I know we spoke about it yeah uh, sometimes about a few months ago that you were planning to do this event and I couldn't wait for it and it's it's so exciting you know to look back because honestly, I didn't throughout the entire year until recently, I didn't look back at finances. I didn't look back at at how I did this year. Mm-hmm. I was focused on working on the files and again, serving my clients 110%, every single one of them. And when you brought up the the subject and about Mm -hmm. creating this event and planning and all that, I was so excited. I couldn't wait for it, right? When I got to work on it, I was like, Wow! I have so many ideas. I could enlist everything that happened, everything that I I, I dream of happening in the future for the company. And indeed, when I put down on the paper, it was like, it was an aha moment overall, because this year was the best, the best in five years. Mm -hmm. And the results have shown, I was able like to every year in the past three years, I got a new client and I want mm-hmm. to keep that stream, yeah. getting at least one client every year. Yeah. You know, it's it's a great moment when when someone reaches out to you for help and you're there and you can do it. It's something that I cannot describe in words. It mm-hmm. makes me very happy to say the mm-hmm. least. So I got a new client this year. I'm very happy and excited and and I can't wait for the results of it next year. I was able to to hire people to help me. It's it's mm-hmm. difficult in my area because the kind of knowledge and experience it takes it. Mm-hmm. it Combination of of property accounting and and legal knowledge, as as lease agreements mm-hmm. are quite uh, lengthy documents, legal mm-hmm. documents, mm-hmm. and you have to be uh, knowledgeable and uh, understand the, the language. So I was able to to hire people and help me out, have new clients. I I have direction basically, right? With your help, I was able to put together the plan. I look back at this year and I'm very happy with the results and. Mm-hmm. Next year has to be even better than that. Yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah, and what you what you also mentioned is like, were you doing the plan? That's the thing. When you look back, you learn. You actually realize things that maybe you don't see because when you're in day to day, like you know, serving the clients and this and that, our brain kind of like it in, but it doesn't really notice it doesn't click right but when you pause and you see oh this worked well and that worked well you know what? i can improve here and so on as you say you start having also ideas for the following year you start having i call it like creative like your brain really engages in a very different way when you have ceo power time where you start thinking Okay. oh, I can do this and I can do that. And here is an idea and here's that idea. And then from there, you organize it, you prioritize it, and you really have focus and direction for the following year. Right. And as we talk about it, it doesn't mean that you lock yourself in some sort of box that doesn't allow you to be flexible when the things change, but it provides focus and direction rather than being scattered and just responding, not being proactive, but responding to things that are happening as you go throughout the year.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I used to just focus on the files and work on them. And um, as of this year, definitely, definitely I've changed i've changed 180% hmm. 180 degrees should say because it's i finally realized that it's very important to be focused on what i do absolutely on mm-hmm. the plan go with the plan the best you can make the changes along the way that you deem that are necessary however you have to stop once in a while and look back and yes. assess and make the changes yes and and kind of step back and realize oh okay how does it look is it what I want? Is this what I want to do? Is this how I want to do? Mm-hmm. And reassess once in a while, which is why we created the plan, the quarterly plan, mm-hmm. you know, that we have to follow next year. I have to follow next year. And I want to go even beyond that and say not only a quarterly plan, but I I have an almost weekly plan that I update at the end of mm-hmm. each week mm-hmm. and look back mm-hmm. and see, did I do everything that I planned for that week? Mm-hmm. Anything mm-hmm. new that came up? Anything that might change the plan for next week and so Mm -hmm. on. I think it's important to follow this closely that because in my case, it helps me a lot.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I really think that when you're a business owner and a CEO, everybody needs it, right? Like there's only so far you can get your business by being in the weeds and like responding to things and going at some point, even if you don't (laughs) see the business will force you if you're lucky and have to even grow it. Right. But, but there are a lot of business owners who grow it in a way like, okay, I'm just doing things. But at some point, your business will force you because something will start to break, some things will fall off the radar, you know, there will be challenges happening in on. And it doesn't mean yeah. that when you plan challenges don't happen, but you're so much better prepared to handle them. And there is also not only challenges, you're more prepared to handle them, but also seeing the right opportunities. And that's what we even talked about, right? When you have some creative ideas, how how do I want to grow my business? And even if it's just an idea for now, your brain will see the opportunities for that idea as you go through the year because you have thought about it, right? You're not going to think if you haven't thought about it, you'll miss those opportunities. It's almost like, you know, that's What we talk about sometimes when you decided to buy a car with a make and a collar, now you start seeing those cars all over the street and you're like, Oh, what happened? Like I've never seen them before. And it doesn't mean they weren't there before, but you gave your brain direction. You said, Hey, I want this car and so on. So the brain's like, Look, look, there's one here and one there and so on. Right. And now it looks like everybody has that car. So it's the same. So then talking about that because This strategic planning, it gives you direction, it gives you focus, it organizes you, it allows you to learn, implement certain improvements, and also it helps you to build the vision, right? So let's talk about your vision for your business for the next three to five years from now. Like, what is it? How do you feel about it? Talk about that
1: definitely scaling my company, not to the point of becoming a corporation, nowhere near that. <laughs> I've had my share of experience, but I want to definitely grow it to a comfortable level, you know, with mm-hmm. a few employees. And definitely I want to make everything possible to keep my current clients happy as long as possible mm-hmm. and and getting new clients on board and expanding the services. I think it's very, very important. As I, as I walk through the, the, the Files and I talk to them. I have meetings with them. I get the feelings that some need help in in certain area or other mm. area, whatever. The uh, extensive experience, and I feel that I, the the experience that I have accumulated over years, working for landlords, working in just general accounting, working in property accounting, working and representing tenants. I think this this wealth of experience will 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 definitely benefit tenants. Talking to them about their needs, I might be able to help them. You know, there are so many areas in real estate. Only when you when you start looking in it, you realize that wow, I didn't know. It's so big. It's so huge. It's it is actually yeah, yeah. so. Again, I want to be able to help my clients and future clients as, as best as I can, offering them not just lease audits, but anything else in commercial, real mm-hmm. estate, yeah. advisory, lease administration, transactions, you name it. Mm-hmm. I'm always open for a discussion. I'm always open to, to helping them the best mm-hmm. I can. So I have no limits, you know, in terms of my dreams. Yes. All I want oh, is happy clients, basically, right? Because that yeah. that gives me great satisfaction. Yeah. And the plan that we put together recently for next year, it's not allowing me to grow from 10% to 100%. It's not what I want. Slowly, steadily. I want to grow. So everything in, in the business grows slowly, but surely, basically. Yeah. And, and yeah. starting with, with hiring, um, a full-time lease auditor to help me out, participating in, in more, uh, networking events in person and online, mm-hmm. better marketing. And like I said, working with my clients to, to make sure that they are happy. And I, I deliver good, great service. That's my number one yeah. focus.
0: And, and I love that because it's, it's important to have a sustainable growth where as your business grows, you're not just growing for the sake of growth. And then you're finding yourself having so much growth that then your quality of service goes down and you can't yeah. even no. suffer, no. right? The clients are not happy because what happens is really when you grow, when you think about it, some people sometimes only focus on the growth of the income or the clients and the money. But what happens is when you have challenges in your business, when let's say you double a business and you don't fix those challenges, those challenges will double. And then there are so much Harder to fix and go back to because they are so more complex. So, like the sustainable way to do it is as you grow, you also need to prepare your business structure for it and fix certain things or implement certain things, not necessarily fix, but implemented certain things that you didn't have in place because you didn't need them. But as you grow, you need. So, that will allow you to have happy clients along the way and keep growing in a way where it's not overwhelming and then leading to burnout because you have so much going on and so many yeah. issues that you're you know you're killing yourself trying to fix them with thing.
1: we hear so often you know about companies growing so fast mm-hmm. that at some point they close the door mm-hmm. they can't for whatever actually... reason i don't have uh, inside details but they just can't make it anymore yeah. it
0: right? actually they, crumble.
1: they, they their, their infrastructure is not there to support the growth mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get there. Again, yeah. I don't want a corporation. I just want to grow a little bit more, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah. In, in terms of clients, in terms of, you know, employees. And that's all I want. Yeah.
0: yeah. You know what? It's actually, I and I don't remember the number, statistical number at this point, but I did read a study that one of the main reasons some businesses close or many businesses close is because they've grown too fast and yes. they haven't prepared for it or they had they weren't able to well keep up with Just it right? because they yeah, haven't exactly. thought like yes. they haven't thought through no. and then things fall apart and they have to go so yeah we definitely don't want that
1: <laughs> No, <Nope>. no that's <laughs> absolutely yeah that's something to avoid
0: yeah. So is there anything else that maybe you wanted to share last thoughts that something you wanted to share that I didn't ask you or we didn't talk about?
1: Anything else that I want to share? Well, I want to use perhaps this this opportunity, you know, for anyone listening to the podcast to strongly, strongly suggest to have a plan mm-hmm. that's going to help in a long term. And what I want to share is anyone interested to know perhaps more than, you know, about what I do, how I do, how can I help? Even if it's just a conversation, feel free to contact me. Mm-hmm. I'm more than happy to talk. A lot of people, I still find that a lot of people still don't know uh, what lease audit is. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a service that definitely benefits tenants 100%, no matter the results.
0: Mm-hmm. That's great. So how people can find you and connect with you. And now we'll put, if you're listening to this podcast or watching it, we'll put links to connect with Maria in the show notes, but just how people can reach out.
1: If you, if I can be reached, phone, email, uh, my phone number is 416-805-3150, or my email is maria.nensiu at richvilleconsulting.com. Again, any questions, any questions you have, even if you're just curious to know, if you're a current tenant renting space, whether mm-hmm. in the United States or Canada, you want to learn more about what are your rates as a tenant, what you should pay, what you should perhaps not pay mm-hmm. um, to your landlord in terms of additional rent. Anything, anything, really. I'm here to help. I'm here to give advice. And uh, I'm just encouraging everyone. Give me a call. Write me. More than happy to help.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you very much, Maria. It was a great conversation. And thank you, everybody, for listening or watching. Thank you very
1: much for having me again and wishing you all the best. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Thank you for listening today. If this podcast resonated with you, please come back. Also, you can leave a review on whatever platform you're listening. And if you have a suggestion, question, or a topic you would like me to talk about, let's get in touch via email. Email me at maggie at starwaytoleadership.com. See you in the next episode.